Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Without a doubt, I would 100% not be the woman that I am today without you. With female friendships, a lot of us are being trained that anyone who does X on the surface is an op. Friendship breakups, friendship pain hurts. Oh, like, even more than romantic ones sometimes. If your discernment is so good at showing you who not to trust, why is it not teaching you who to trust? Hello and welcome to the Two My Sisters podcast. I'm Renee. And I'm Courtney and we are your online sisters and hosts of the Two My Sisters podcast. We're all about promoting the wellness, growth and development of a community of sisters across the world. And in today's conversation, we are going to be talking about the truth behind our friendship. This week we were hella platonic on the internet and we posted some stuff just, yeah, hashtag platonic. Uh, We posted some stuff regarding our friendship and our feelings towards each other and just what we've been able to accomplish within our relationship and i thought it would be a really nice time to actually talk about our friendship because um the comments were just so like lovely people really love our friendship it seems um and obviously it was hashtag so platonic so we thought that in the spirit of being to my sisters and right. talking about sisterhood all the time, mm-hmm. uh, we'd have a conversation about sisterhood. But before we get into today's episode, housekeeping announcements. A lot. The house needs to be swept. The For house real. needs to be swept. For real. Now, we are recording this a little bit in advance, so we don't know if there's actually still tickets left, guys. (laughs) Genuinely, genuinely. This is Renee and Courtney from the past, past, but we just want to say a massive thank you to the South Africa sisters for selling out our first release of tickets. We sold out, baby. I can't believe it. South Africa rise and shine. Oh, you guys did your thing for real. We sold out on the first release of the tickets and now we're going to be adding more. But obviously by the time you listen to this, the more might have gone, the more might be there. We might be be in South Africa. We don't know. And so, um, I mean maybe check the description there might be a link or something yeah (laughs) sisters honestly we were so so pleased and overwhelmed to the point where we had to go back to you know our organizers working with salsa chalet to get those extra tickets to see you know if we could beg the venue (laughs) hey can you please ask some tickets there sisters that are coming through so thank you so much for showing up and showing off it seems like south africa what can we say honestly it's giving head of the household it really is you guys came in for us um and all the girls are in the comments talking about come here next come here next come here next okay just know that south africa has set precedent you gotta show up and show out (laughs) but yeah and also i guess another housekeeping announcement since it's not that it's our book would have come out right now oh my gosh you wouldn't know (laughs) oh well so in theme 
with this episode, isn't it? The paperback version of our book is out. It is everywhere. Have a look at her. She is gorgeous. Absolutely beautiful. To my sisters, How to Unlock the Life-Changing Power of Female Friendship is out now on Amazon, bookstores, online, everywhere. Pretty. So please definitely go and get it. It is cheaper than our first edition, which yep. was the hardback, um, but it's the same amazing jam-packed book full of wisdom goodies lessons we have learned throughout our friendship and she is so cute like isn't she just even play games this is a beautiful book you can't even deny it um so yeah it's honestly an honor to have another version of our book out and we hope that you guys enjoy it honestly like so many people are still sending in such great reviews which are really encouraging to let us know we've actually written something that is helpful Mm -hmm. something that is valuable and hopefully is changing friendships all around the world and so yeah as we get into today's conversation there are a lot of nuggets which we're going to draw from from our book um, but you won't really get the depth of it in one single episode and so definitely pick up the book to get to know more of the stories the lessons um the hardships as well within our friendship so tough times it's not too big you can carry it around it's a very easy read and i mean it's written exceptionally well even if don't just get one for you get one for For a sister sister. don't be greedy read it in your circle times um but we definitely recommend we wrote this book in mind for duos trios folks that have multiple friends so please 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 don't just get yourself a copy if you can either forward the link to someone exactly forward the link to someone you think could benefit from this book or even pave it forward if there's a sister that you really admire and you want to share you know something that might be of interest or benefit in her life get her a copy of the paperback maybe. why not why not we're in the gift giving spirit valentine's day is coming soon galentine's, you know galentine's so why not do day. a galentine's day gift for your friends get a book um and talk about female friendships get a book. and make your relationship better get a book hashtag so platonic hashtag um so... any other housekeeping by the time that you are listening to this guys we have entered international renee month oh, wow. welcome 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 mm-hmm. apparently Some of the greatest blessings occur in February. Mm. As somebody that is a champion of February, Mm -hmm. as somebody that has been bestowed with the wisdom, courage, charisma, Mm -hmm. the prosperity, the Mm -hmm. happiness, the goodness, the insert adjective Mm -hmm. here that is also positive. Mm -hmm. Use me as your conduit that February will be a life-changing month for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, just take all that, all that energy (laughs) All that I power do. up, we're powering up. <laughs> <laughs> we're powering up. You know, like those um manifestation gurus mm. transfer my energy. Mm. You know, I'm I'm standing in the gap. Mm. I don't know why she's American. The I was, I, I, yeah, uh, yeah, the American yeah, girls are tired of us. They are so tired of us. Don't be tired like, though, because your own is coming soon. Yeah. Hint, hint, wink, 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 hint, hint. Wink, wink. But yeah, man, by the time that you are listening to this, I will have had my birthday. So, <laughs> hi, guys. Was, you know, yeah, we entered into that grown <laughs> stage or whatever. Yeah, that, for real. The late we stage. Are grown. The late stage. Growing. Oh, how are you feeling um, about your birthday? Really good, you know? Yeah. Really, really good. Like, I'm, I'm happy to be this age. I'm content with everything where I'm at right now. Um, I'm happy with myself as good. a human being. As you should be. I'm feeling good. I and I'm looking for forward to, this is me speaking before my birthday, but I'm looking forward to 
you know, everyone just showered me with love and yeah. affection, just saying how much they adore me. And <laughs> wow. And I'm also super excited because I get to celebrate this birthday month in South, in Africa, South Africa with at least a good six of our sisters. Who are also, also celebrating celeb- their birthday. Like, we're gonna, yeah. The cake is going to have to have six tears. <laughs> the cake is going to have to have six tears. Let's the go. The girls are out here celebrating birthdays galore, honestly. Like, Crazy. It's really nice to see though. Celebration time. Celebration so time. We're going to be doing, listen, the Amapiano that is going to have to blast. <laughs> Serious thing. Serious so thing. not just happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to all my February babies there's a whole bunch of sisters that always tune in and they're like hey we have the same birthday i'm like february borns unite you know we're a short month but big in stature so interesting way to put it no do you know what (laughs) (laughs) i just got what you very interesting way to put it okay well somebody is in need of our help so in through tms fashion we have a ding 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 dilemma hit us up let's get well actually before we get into the dilemma i wanted to give a dilemma update because sometimes we say stuff on this podcast like oh send us stuff and then we don't get around to like sharing with the sisters that you know we have gotten some feedback so somebody sent us a dilemma update all the way from zimbabwe okay shout out to zimbabwe sisters they also stand up they really do they really they really do stand up really do the southern african girls are really are really doing the thing anyways mine is not a dilemma on the podcast about singleness you mentioned that if there were any sisters in healthy relationships you would love for them to share their experiences yes i have been in a relationship with a guy who has just committed himself to my growth and progress when i met him i was staying with relatives and could not see beyond that in my head as i had been taught a girl can only move out when she gets married Mm. fast forward to now i am staying on my own buying my own things and just upgrading myself and let me tell you it's freeing to be independent when i met him i had been trying to write a book he came in and pushed me and i published my first book which kick-started my writing career and book number two is coming now his next project is my masters and he has been helping me apply for it i always jokingly say if i ever break up with him god forbid because i won't let it happen lol Mm, i have greatly benefited from this relationship i am not saying we do not have bad days what i am saying is even through the bad days i still know i am loved respected and supported beautiful some people look at us and criticize that we have stretched the relationship yes we have plans to settle Sorry. Yes, we have plans to settle and have a family, but this time has allowed us to individually build strong foundations in our careers, mentally, financially and spiritually so much that the time we decide to go to the altar, it will be a fight toward it will be a flight forward and upwards. Wow. To all my sisters out there, real love still exists. Find God, find yourself, and love will come. When I met him, I had been single for almost three years, just working on myself and doing all the healing with the Holy Spirit by my side. Wow. It's so cute. It's so cute. That's not what you should be singing. You should be singing. See what the, the Lord do you know what? has done. You know what I realized because I was I was singing that. It's all about sex. It's all about sex. It's all about David and Bathsheba. We yeah. don't want that. See what the Lord has done. What we waited for has come to pass. See what the Lord has done. 
Hallelujah. People Hallelujah. of God glory. say glory, glory. Glory, glory. Thank you, Lord. Anyways, we are so, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, sis, we are really encouraged. Thank you so much for sending that dilemma update. Obviously, Hallelujah. typically on dilemmas, we just share the girls are going through some problems, stuff. Problems, However, problems. it's nice to see that the girls are also happy at the same time. It's not always problems. Sometimes the girls peace. are also happy at the same time. We love it. We time. love it. We love well, it. more life, more. There is a girl who still needs help. Though. Yeah, there is. So yeah. <laughs> into the ding, ding, ding. Dilemma. For real this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dilemma. Hey, yeah. love. Oh, Firstly, good luck with South Africa. Thank but you. ladies, when are you going to do your guardian sisters hey. justice? Yeah. We are here waiting. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. I'm, for I'm, the coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Pay for the ticket. We're coming, we're coming. We will be there. We'll we'll be coming. For real. Okay, anyway. I'm an 18-year-old currently trying to finish her A-levels. And honestly, like you guys mentioned in other episodes, mental health struggles Mm -hmm. and feeling blue is so common right now. And unfortunately, I've gotten the short end of the sick. Alongside A-levels, hope for the future just seems to tougher and tougher i don't know what i want to do at university Mm -hmm. i'm trying to learn to invest so i don't have to work the rest of my life away and genuinely all a girl wants is peace growing up seeing the world tear itself apart has left me hopeless i also failed out my physics as level lol Mm. so have to take a third year I do have some plans for my future, but honestly, my trust in our world fluctuates as time goes by. On the internet, you hear A, nobody can afford to live and you won't be able to either B, all men are horrid, ETC, Mm. ETC. C, the government is corrupt and there isn't anything you can do about it. I'm finding it hard to stay optimistic about the world Mm. and can't even enjoy hearing the rain outside without thinking about all the homeless suffering through it. Mm. Is this a phase? Am I the issue? That's my dilemma. Lots of love. Please send your sister some prayers. P.S. I'm designing a car for my 3D design A-level project. I will send pictures over. We'll put it on the next episode when you send it. it. Yeah. So we can all cheer you on. Yeah. Oh, sis, I'm so sorry to hear that's how you're feeling. And you're not like weird or anything like that. I think it's definitely giving existential crisis a little bit. And that's perfectly normal, given the fact that we are currently flooded with a torrent of information, especially negative information. It's something that we've spoken about in like TMS hot takes and in some of our like previous episodes. But the reality is the world that we're living in is quite bleak. There's a whole bunch of things that are happening at the same time. And because of the advances that we've had in social media and connections and all that kind of stuff, it means that it's now an ever present feeling. You can't ignore the fact that there are some very critical world issues, systemic issues, structural issues that, you you know, we're facing every single day and there is always something bad happening. The unfortunate reality is there is very little that you can do to change the entire world. But what you can do is focus on changing your world. So what are the things that you can do within your communities, within your space, within um, the, within the areas that you live in that can make a positive difference? I think sometimes when we dwell so much on the big structural things that we can't change, we think that we can't do anything at all. So I think it's very important Um, to think about what can you do within your own vicinity, within your world, that means that you are making a mark, that you are consciously thinking about being a better person, that you are consciously trying to tidy up your corner of the world or be as kind as you possibly can. 
the first thing to do is guard your eye gates. What is it that you are watching? What is it that you are listening to? What is it that you are feeding yourself? And this is not to say be, you know, blind to whatever is going on in the world and like completely stop listening to the news um, or try to ignore the things that are going on. But it's more so be watchful about the amount that you consume and like when you're consuming it as well. So are you listening or watching or hearing or coming across a lot of negative things in the morning consistently? Is it the first thing that greets you? Um, are you constantly like scrolling? Is your algorithm constantly delivering bad news, bad news, bad news? Um, I said this before in a previous episode, but there's so much information overload right now and our brains actually have not developed enough to be able to handle that amount of information processing or the amount of information that we're presented with. So be very structured and very intentional about what you're consuming and when and how much of it you are consuming in a given day or in a given week. Yes, tune into the world. Yes, tune into the things that um, is going on right now, but make sure that you're consuming it in a means that is not not affecting you to the point of this being the only thing that you can think about especially being a student right now it's actually very very important that you have focus and clarity and you have the space and time to really focus on your studies um so really be intentional and think about when you're consuming this kind of information um and the types of news that you are consuming as well um even as it pertains to things like relationships and just the negativity that social media can bring girl you really need to alter your algorithm. I am telling you. Um, I definitely experienced having to really intentionally um, redirect my focus, but also intentionally change my algorithm. So now a lot of the things that I see on my feed is positivity. A lot of the things that I see on my feed, I wouldn't necessarily say it's censorship, but it's curated to the things that I want to really fill myself up with because you can only tackle the negative when you've had an opportunity to invest in yourself and focus on the positive. Again, you can only support from a place of overflow than from a place of empty. And a lot of the things that we take in from social media, a lot of the things that are quite negative are things that drain our energy. Um, so prioritize looking at things, engaging with things that actually fill up your cup and are positive um, than the things that actually drain a lot of your energy. And then it's actually from the things that have filled your cup that you'll be able to draw from when you are encountering things that are quite negative. Um, I would also say not in like a patronizing way, but actively go outside. Like you really do need to push yourself. You're very young, which is great. And it means that there's a whole bunch of experiences to be had. And I think it's allowing yourself to live through those experiences as opposed to enabling other people to tell you how to think about a particular thing, right? So when we think about like relationships, for example, you're constantly hearing men are this, men are that. Well, not to invalidate anybody's experiences, but that's an opportunity for you to really go out of your way and have relationships with men, not just romantic ones, platonic ones. Get in communities where you can learn more about men for men and see men as men. I think one thing that I've been really blessed with is actually having quite platonic and meaningful relationships with men to really counterbalance the narrative that we often get online or on social media or by other people that men as a category are trash, right? It's very important that you actively or rather proactively seek those examples that deviate from a lot of the narratives that we hear online or a lot of the experiences that we're taking as proxy from somebody else. And then really think about the ways that you can give back within your capacity, right? So you mentioned, for example, when you see folks that are homeless on the street, 
It may be as small as giving them enough money to be able to access a homeless shelter. It may be as small as buying them a drink. It may be as small as, you know, within your capacity and within your means, you know, donating to um, the kind of organizations that are supporting and helping homeless people. I think sometimes it can feel so burdensome when you see that people are going through something that you yourself cannot change completely, but it is about the small tokens and the small acts of kindness and the small actions that you can do within your remit to make the world a better place. And taking the approach of, I'm just one person, I can, if everyone acted like me and gave, you know, similar acts of kindness then collectively we can change the world so it's about how can I model that but then also how can I influence other people around me and I think it's also an opportunity for you to really think about what are the things that I'm actually really passionate about to change so for example for us from the scope of our friendship we were really passionate about platonic friendships because we saw that a lot of people just didn't have great platonic friendships or great models for um friendships for you it could be you actually want to advocate on behalf of the homeless because it really hurts you um or it really touches you specifically using that as an opportunity to not just um on the macro on the micro level rather be a good person and the random acts of kindness but actually could this be an opportunity for you to discover your purpose in these areas could this be an opportunity for you to advocate on behalf of people that are voiceless could this be an opportunity for you to take the grassroots and interpersonal changes and then try and tackle the more systemic stuff at a higher level so I think don't be too bogged down by the fact that there's so much stuff that it feels like you can't change right now or the overwhelming sense of negativity and pessimism that the world creates. The world is literally created to make you think that there's nothing that you can do. But I think it's really grabbing your life by you know the horns and saying, what are the things that I can do within the scope of my experiences to really change the world, not just for myself, but for the people that I interact with on a day-to-day, but then also, are there any particular areas that really resonate with me that I really believe God has called me to, that is more than just a prick in my heart to be a good person, but I've actually been called to advocate on behalf of these people. Um, so yeah, that's what I would say, sis, and take the pressure off of yourself, holding the world on your on your shoulders and that sense of false responsibility can cause a spiral into depression. It can cause a spiral into a whole host of issues around existentialism. So make sure that you do have those outlets to ensure that you are talking to people, you are having conversations with others within your community about some of these pertinent issues. Um, but it's not your responsibility to change the entire world but it could be your purpose and your calling to change the world around you. So that's what I would say. Yeah, I agree with that completely. I think the first step of curating your consumption is so important. A lot of us are inundated with information from the news to people's opinions yeah. to, you know, content online that we enjoy for entertainment. Um, and all of that shapes our perception of the world, our perception of ourselves, and ultimately impacts the amount of hope we have about the future and about, you know, the world that we're living in. And I've definitely been there as well, where you're feeling a huge sense of hopelessness and even the subject of um this email was like you know a professional pessimist at yeah. the age of like 18 yeah and it's like I get it pessimism can sometimes feel like an inevitable um reaction or mindset towards the realities of life however I think you need to be reminded of the fact that you do have the power to change things you do have the power to change at least your life and your world and 
I know that especially when you then face like failures you can kind of start to think like what's the point what's the point of all of this what's the point of all of this effort what is even the point of hope and these are really deep like you said existential questions that we can have around our existence just as humans human beings and this thing called life and what it is we should pursue but I do think if you are going to live a life where you know it's not just defined by pessimism or even being extremely hopeful and optimistic but simply being able to navigate your daily life at least with a sense of peace and a sense of joy it should be that there is things you can do within your power to impact your life you can determine how your study goes you can choose to pursue something which you enjoy and I think finding moments in your life which is my second point finding moments in your life which actually bring you joy whether it's spending time with people or like you said you're making this 3d model like is it that you want to do more design stuff do you want to explore more of your creativity or maybe you want to learn something completely new lean more into the things that actually bring you joy joy lean more into the things which you um you actually enjoy right and the more that you enjoy things I think the more you'll see that the the world around us is actually quite beautiful that there is a lot for us to um be grateful for as well you know from the relationships we have or the opportunities that we have to even nature and the things around us and there is always you know different elements that are true to the world like you can go outside and be like oh nature is so beautiful and then a thought comes into your mind well you know the climate change yeah it won't always be it won't always be beautiful and it's like you know what that is true but also I can still appreciate what is happening right now and like you said I can find purpose and I can find fulfillment and also being a part of the change whether it, it is trying to stop climate change raising awareness about it because of my appreciation for the beauty of nature so I think finding And a a deep appreciation for the things around you will help you to reframe your perception of the world um, by appreciating its beauty, appreciating opportunities, appreciating people. And if you feel like, well, I I don't feel like I'm surrounded by anything that I can appreciate, then I'll say you need to even be more intentional about deliberately drawing out what can be appreciated about the life around you right having gratitude and realizing that you actually have a lot of resource in your hand to be able to make other people's lives better as well because yes the the world is really crap for a lot of people and it's for us who have the resource have the access have to some degree the privilege to actually also extend a hand of grace um, through charity, through love, through kind acts, as you were saying. So um, I think you need to realize that you actually do have the power to change things. You also have the power to enjoy your life or have an appreciation and deep gratitude for the things around you, even if they seem mundane and common. Um, And like Renee so perfectly said, curate your consumption right be very intentional about how much time you are spending looking into things um and it's not necessarily about learning right I think education is really important we both do we think education is very important knowing what's happening around you is really important ignorance is not bliss however there's a difference between fact finding fact finding and being exposed to countless opinions and countless people's experience of a particular thing um not all men are trash not all you know 
politicians are corrupt but if you don't do the research into okay what does not being corrupted by a political system look like what um political figures are out there that i'm actually inspired by or actually believe in that kind of research or what do healthy relationships look like who can i speak to around me who has actually experienced something positive um all of that kind of research can help you get a better balance to your optimism or pessimism and just kind of get you back in the center to reality, right? That the fact that the world is a mixture of so many things, positive and negative. Um, and so I hope that you start exploring more of the positive side of things. It sounds like you've had an overexposure to the negative side um, and you've been dwelling on that a bit too much and too often. But like we said, we've all been there for real. We've all, especially around that 18, 17, 18 mark when you suddenly, yeah, you, you get kind of enlightened <laughs> to the world. It's very easy to feel like this world is a sinking ship. Um, but there are, there are people on it who need to save it and start getting the water out. Um, so that not everybody drowns, you know? That's what I'd say. There's something about that A level, A level time. Jeez. I'm telling you, it's an awakening. That was the time that we were doing, um, what do you call it, civil rights and yeah. stuff in uh, history. history. Oh yeah, gosh. radicals, Woke absolute up. radicals Woke for real up. consciousness. Like I think there is, and I've I've said this before in previous episodes. There's yeah. a burden that comes with knowledge. Yes, yeah. There there's is. a huge burden that comes with knowledge, and so sis you are not on your own there is nothing wrong with you you're a human being and you are sensitive and don't lose that compassion but also don't let compassion drive you to a place of hopelessness let it drive you to a place of wanting to change things um so all the best and please do send us the picture of that 3d model we want to see it we want to cheer you on you want to say yeah our sis made that 3d design baby you also never know who is listening in this is actually so true it's giving connection it's actually so true next thing you know you're working for tesla you better give us a cut of something if tesla is listening to be honest just a general call to like you know brands and organizations (laughs) that we like hi hello we Hi. don't know how to drive, but <laughs> yes, we are learning, We're working on and it. So, if you want to, you know, gift us a little electronic starting sign, yeah, we can make it work, baby. We can make something work. <laughs> At best, we can stand in front of the car. <laughs> we can sit inside it. We cannot move it legally. Um, <laughs> we can if there's another driver. That's true. We can operate it legally. There we go. Within certain constraints. <laughs> get in touch all right sis well if you ever want to send us a dilemma you can email us dilemmas at to my sisters.com we're already ready to hear all okay over. we're getting to them so into today's episode the power of female friendship so like i said the context of this episode is that obviously we posted such lovely yeah. posts about each other this week yeah. on the instagram if you yeah. don't follow yeah, us yeah, you definitely yeah, you should. should um i think what is most interesting for me about the response to those posts even though Mm -hmm. we've talked about female friendships and a lot of people have told us in the past that they admire our friendship was just how much people admired our friendship um and i think it's also interesting because the day you posted about me on your page um i was at tbn Mm-hmm. recording at tbn shout out to tbn for wanting little old me to say something, something. i'm screaming um but i was recording with tbn for um the perspective podcast and shout out to kika um the host of that podcast who is an amazing woman and she brought up a conversation on female friendship yeah. and we were having this hour-long conversation about why female friendships mm. seem to be this massive like conundrum but also why there seems to be a rise in people's desire 
desire for it mm. um and people's recognition of how important it is and mm. so then to come out of the recording and then see that post and then read the comments and people are like oh my god god when yeah, when me when what is, about us where am and i I'm like oh my gosh where like, is my jonathan where is my david <laughs> literally and it's like oh wow like we definitely have something special so my first question yeah uh or the first talking point is yeah. kind of why do people admire it's gonna sound so arrogant but like why do people admire what we have so much as if it's rare yeah i think firstly it is rare for a lot of people in there within the context of their experience right like i often have conversations with sisters people just in general and i think whilst it's not necessarily rare to be connected to women in terms of the level of depth that i think we are quite good at portraying but also have because we don't come on the internet to just come and <laughs> just to, just we to say lie. we it's don't come fake. and lie right it's not fake yeah, yeah yeah um and we've said this before right if anything was to happen to our friendship mm-hmm. and you know tms was being a blocker we're folding yeah okay bring the house down mm. Um, not to say that that's going to happen imminently. God forbid. <laughs> God forbid. Listen, there's too many people praying on your downfall. Yeah, God for forbid. real. For real, actually. But I think that within the scope of a lot of people's experiences, the depth that can be felt within a female friendship is very rare, mm. especially in today's society. Mm. I think we've spoken at length just across this podcast about, you know, the centering of romantic relationships and then the way that a lot of us have been trying to counterbalance um, centering of romantic relationships is through self-love. So I think us cutting through the noise and having a conversation around community building, around friendship, as much of this is something that people have, the true depth and being able to explore the depth that comes from those kind of female relationships, I think is so underexplored. And I think because quite a lot of people haven't necessarily invested that deep into their friendships in that way. Mm. So it is, it's a thing of exposure, right? You see, and you're like, oh, oh my goodness, I haven't seen this represented before. Yeah. Oftentimes when we think about like television shows or when we think about what we see online, Female friendships are rarely represented that way. I even think of some of the popular series that I like. We may see brotherhood. Mm -hmm. We may see um, romantic relationships. But in terms of the true depth of female friendships, Mm -hmm. I still think that there is work for us to do in terms of popular relationships um, that we see online, but also the way that we think about this in person as well. And I think it also doesn't help that we're still... I think it doesn't also help that we're still... Um, seeing female connections as something that's quite clinical, catty, like there's so many negative connotations of female friendship that we're still trying to undo that work, right? We're still trying to trust other women. Mm -hmm. We're still trying to think about ways that we can actively invest in the relationships that we have. Because I don't necessarily think it's that the relationships don't exist. A lot of women have female friends, right? A lot of women have people that they speak to on a regular or go for coffee dates and stuff like that. But in terms of thinking about investing in those Mm. relationships, really saying that you're a sister and not just a friend. Mm. I think that there's so much work that still needs to be done. And I think that's why when folks look at our relationship, they're like, oh, wow, I've seen something of this before, but I haven't seen this type before. I haven't seen this depth before. And I would like to see this depth because it seems as though this depth has enabled you guys to do so much. Mm. And I think one thing I also want to touch on is how even when I think about that post that I did and then the post that you did, without a doubt, 
I would 100% not be the woman that I am today without you. Oh, and I think, oh, girl, so I knew you. So I knew you. So, oh, oh God, Renee. There she goes. There she goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All that. Go read the post. We put it there and all that. That's jazz. so cute. But it's that, right? It's that admission that you are a part of who I am mm. now. Like you have had, you have invested in me. Mm. And the things that I have achieved. 100% cannot attribute to myself. Mm. I have sis I have you, but I also have sisters yeah. around me that I attribute my success to. I think it's a rare thing to see that. Absolutely. I think we have gotten into the culture of, you know, the personal brand. We've yeah. gotten into the culture of singing of our own praises or putting self-made. ourselves out there, being the self-made. I think that's crept into how we as women see ourselves. It's a rare thing for us and I think people in general yeah. to attribute their success, to, to attribute their change, to attribute their development to other people. Absolutely. And I think people are now starting to wake up and realize, huh, one of the biggest like points of investment is yeah. people. Yeah. One of the things that is necessary for you to really skyrocket in some of the areas that you want to see change is through people. Yeah. Like when we say, you when we think about prayers, right? Oh, bring some destiny help. Yeah, literally. It's like, it's not just about people coming into your life and helping you in the singular path that you have for yourself, but this idea of partnering with another yeah. woman, truly partnering, truly investing in that relationship I think that element of sisterhood is rare. Absolutely. And and completely untapped. Like, I think a lot of us grew up, like you said, because of the portrayal in the media and maybe because of what we saw generation past, we grew up with this air of suspicion around women's intention, around women's character, around people in general, actually, not even just women. But I think that when it comes down to what we have, it's this kind of faith move to choose to trust in each other choose to trust that you know maybe yeah trust each other and and trust that god had kind of brought us together as friends for something far greater than just company but also for purpose and i think a good caveat here is to say like not everyone needs to jump into business with their best friend in order for it to be a purposeful friendship but i do think that us choosing to you know be co-founders with each other start something together was simply a fruit and a decision made easier by the fact that we had years of friendship behind us, which mm. showed each other our character, showed yeah. each other our nature. Um, and I think it similarly, like you have contributed a lot to the person who I am today. I think the reason why there's a lot of resistance towards that, though, is actually a lot of people have contributed to who women are today, but the outcome has been negative. Mm. Do you get what mm-hmm. I mean? The outcome has been we can sit here and the, the outcome has been negative. The outcome has been trauma, yeah, pain, um, yeah, the yeah, suspicion, yeah. right? The paranoia, the the hurt, the view of women that is negative. Mm. That perspective has been a fruit of trying to cultivate intimate relationships. Um, and I think a lot of women are speaking about from that experience and about that experience because it is a real one right like we have not had our um we have had our fair share of friendships which have ended badly we've had our fair share of friendships friendships which weren't the most healthy for us but i i think the question has been around why have we not allowed those ones to define us Mm, do you know what i mean mm -hmm. i think it's more so 
yes, we have been scarred, but the scars healed over. And I think the scars healed better because we found ourselves in the company of good company, right? In the company of good friends. Um, And so I think sometimes it's also the narrative you're choosing to let lead you, right? So we, I I mean, I don't know about you, but I've definitely had my experience with women where I could definitely let that change my perception of every woman around me. Um, But why do you think it's easier to believe that than to believe the positive? I think the negatives are always easier to believe because similarly to what we were speaking about in one of our previous episodes, this whole idea of catastrophizing to prepare yourself because nobody really wants to go through trauma. Mm. And as much as we often fail to recognize friendship breakups, friendship pain hurts. Oh, like, even more than romantic hell. ones sometimes. Listen, there will be some friendship breakups that will have you genuinely like Heartbroken. listening to listening to Drake. Yeah, it's funny. Like literally in the TBN episode, that's exactly what we're talking about. I don't know when it's coming out. I feel like it's coming out in Q2-ish. Yeah. So watch when it comes out, watch out for it basically. I don't want to say everything that I said in there. Yeah. But I think it's interesting because with female friendships this is a woman who you probably had so many plans that Mm. included right like bridesmaid godmother like all of you were in the picture you know and i think back to some of my childhood friendships where it's like oh my god when we grow up we'll move in together where are those friends now do you i mean or we'll do this together we'll travel here together you know me and you to the end of the earth hey you're no longer around ah you don't even visit ah (laughs) i don't don't even even, have your number i don't know where you're at haven't got a clue haven't got a clue no it's tifa type man it's tifa type but i do think there is something about preparation for the negativity i think a lot of people have scarcity mindset when it comes to friendship and relationships Mm. right almost similarly to what our sister in um need in the dilemma was speaking about right these constant this constant exposure to narratives of people are bad people are bad we sensationalize so much negative relationships with our friends sensation how many times are we on the youtubes that we're hearing oh my friend did this to me or my friend did this Mm. i don't trust women women are untrustworthy because of x Mm. It's easier for you to prepare for, you know, negativity or some kind of downfall yeah. than to give yourself out there to yeah, someone. It's a form of, of vulnerability. It's, yeah. a vo- it's a form of transparency that a lot of people are not willing to get to because there is the risk of being heartbroken. Absolutely. And because people have been heartbroken and they don't want to feel that again, they would rather self-sabotage than open themselves up to yeah. the risk of being wounded Absolutely. again. And I think... As much as people are super self-aware when it comes to romantic relationships and saying that, when it comes to friendships, a lot of people are not, they're either not self-aware enough or they refuse to let the barriers down because they've had so many different experiences Mm. that tally up with the fact that women are untrustworthy Mm. or they won't be able to overcome. For every one good friend, they have like 10 very, very bad relationships Mm. or bad friends. Mm. And I think... Now we're starting to see the effects of that where people are now. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals. You can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role in a given month. Over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Very, very lonely. People are suspicious. This, the levels of suspicion... suspicion that I have seen amongst women right now. Yeah. But you know what? I think it's the world in general. Like a lot of the narratives I see from people who are positioning it as wisdom and wise advice surrounds be suspicious of everybody yeah. right and like you yeah. are on your own in this world everyone is a monitoring spirit first of all oh first of all and we're going to talk about that in tms oh, yeah, hot takes yeah, listen yeah, to yeah, tms yeah, hot takes yeah, this week yeah. but like everyone is a monitoring spirit yeah, allegedly Evil anyone I, who asks you everybody do you know what i mean yeah. everybody's third eye is open <laughs> and it's blue <laughs> it's always one weird color as well it's always one random color that you're just like this should not even be an eye you know what i'm sure the new age sisters are like the spiritual sisters yeah hate yeah. us they because must, yeah. we constantly use their things wrong oh and out of gosh. context so please do forgive us actually i might anyways there was um a comment i need to say we might use it for tms hot takes what? for a babe that was like yeah witches are real and we're here and we're growing and i was like oh, good for you community you and your army <laughs> community <laughs> victory is the lord hallelujah. hallelujah anyways um i think it's what was I even saying? Yeah, um, yeah monitoring about monitoring spirits. spirits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like everyone's evil. Like if somebody yeah. asks you, like we're here saying, get accountability, yeah. get mentorship, yeah. bring your sisters in, yeah. build a village. Mm-hmm. If you now come and ask the courts, how's your relationship? It's giving your monitoring spirit. Yep. Why would you ask me? And, Why do you uh, care? Uh, is because it, and that's the thing. It's like all the avenues by which you build intimacy mm-hmm. we are being taught that those are the same avenues used for evil yeah and so now we cannot now we think that discernment is hearing the question and not hearing the spirit behind it mm-hmm. do you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like no 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 anyone can come to you and say the same thing somebody can ask you how are you and it's coming from a good place and someone can ask you how are you and it's coming from a bad place mm-hmm. the discernment isn't i heard a question yeah. the discernment is i discerned what was behind come it i was the, i discerned the motive and i think a lot of us are being told to just look at the surface level to be able to ter- to determine the heart of a person mm-hmm. if your mentor who god has sent you to yeah. be like you said a destiny helper asks you how is your finances going yeah and you've been trained that discernment is anyone who asks you that question is a monitoring spirit you're going to shut yourself off from receiving the receiving the help for your destiny right, right. do you get what i mean right. so i think with female friendships a lot of us are being trained that anyone who does x on the surface is an op yeah and it's like no 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 actually no 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 no. it's 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 okay and i think more of us need to and i this is why i think it's it's sad when we see the um the state of intergenerational female relationships right and this is something we didn't talk too much on in our book maybe for like a second 
book if you yeah. ever get the opportunity yeah. that would be something to really look at but like when we look at our relationships with our moms yeah but also we look at their the relationships between our moms yeah. and our aunties yeah. and their relationship with women in general i think the wisdom has not been passed down as to how to have sustained female friendships yeah. right we have our parents or our, our mothers let's say like the female figures in our communities mm. teaching us how to be wives how to be mothers um but they aren't necessarily teaching us how to be sisters yeah. and dare i even say they aren't even teaching us how to be ourselves mm-hmm. do you know what i mean it's fulfilling these roles which maybe they made idols and this is not criticism because i think i mean we are the fruits of our mother's dedication to being yeah. mothers yeah. and to being good wives yeah. or to being homemakers and also to being survivors exactly. and providers um but I think that there there is a freedom that they may have felt like they didn't have mm. to be themselves, to be unique, to be in in healthy community. Yeah. Um. And they maybe we have also inherited that suspicion and inherited that lack of value for mm. um female friendships, even though we a lot of us do come from backgrounds where community and collectivism is actually quite important. Necessary. I know, right? So what do you then say to people who feel like they are just suspicious? Like as much as they desire, no, no, for real. I I think there are a lot of people, there are a lot of people who desire Mm. something similar to what we have. And this, another caveat, don't desire to be us and don't desire to have what we have. Desire to build whatever yours looks like you know, right you don't know the fights we've been through honestly <laughs> hata, through. Hata, hata, hata. and not like necessarily between us i mean the fights we've had yeah but fight. even between us i think that's another thing like the posts on ig wouldn't show you yeah 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 the seasons where we've been like i don't particularly like you yeah and i don't particularly like you and i think because people it's like with romantic relationships because people don't show the tough sides of things we begin to idolize we begin to romanticize and think that it is completely without challenge which is not true um but yeah what would you say to somebody who's like no i do desire to have a close female friend i Mm -hmm. do desire to build my sisterhood yeah but i can't get over the suspicion i can't get over the heartbreak yeah and i can't get over the pessimism like you said from the dilemma I mean, this is a really great opportunity for you to purchase our book because we deal with oh, this. Yeah. We deal with this. There, we've done a little bit of mapping and tinkling and there's <laughs> something called the friendship profiles oh, that we've bro. created. And this is very much giving the closed mm. friend, you know, somebody that has set a fortress mm-hmm. about themselves because they do not trust what is on the other side. And you have to go through all the t- trials, testing and tribulation before you can get even within an ounce of that castle yeah. wall. Um, so yeah, aside from buying the book, I'll give you a little bit of tidbits now. I think it's important to discern where your suspicion is coming from. Is it from past heartbreak? Is it from um, past heartbreak that you've experienced or past heartbreak that you have been privy to? Because I think what the wonderful thing about the point that you made about intergenerational experiences is that we learn from that which we see. Absolutely. And a lot of us have seen our mothers or our aunties or whatever, you know, had positive relationships um in public but in private are talking you know don't be trusting this person don't be saying oh don't be eating from auntie x's if she gives you any kind of sweet or candy you better leave that by the wayside yeah so we've actually seen what it's like to be deceptive what it's like to be suspicious what it's like to be distrusting and two-faced right And for a lot of us, we've internalized that in our female friendships and our female relationships, where we start to 
assume the worst of people because we've seen that exhibited towards us or towards other people within our vicinity so understand where is the root of the suspicion coming from and you can often tell in the way that it's made manifest Mm. right do you find yourself like distrusting people Mm -hmm. people say things to your face and you're like i don't believe you or do you find yourself backbiting or gossiping do you find yourself you know um speaking ill of people when they're around Mm. these are really great symptoms of there is suspicion or there is some kind of deception that I have experienced that I haven't dealt with. Yes, yes. So I think before you start seeking friendship and sisterhood, you need to actually understand the root of your suspicion, understand the root of some of the issues you're dealing with, lest you project it in a relationship with Mm. another woman. That is the worst because Mm -hmm. that just, that just continues the cycle, Mm. right? So discern where that is coming from. And then in terms of building sisterhood, I think a lot of us are, we make the, I wouldn't say mistake, but mm-hmm. I think that we often run towards new experiences and yeah. new people and new sisters because mm. we like the novelty of being able to start afresh. Yeah. We like the ease of being able to create who we are afresh to somebody shiny else. Right, syndrome. shiny things, right? It's that people think it's always easier in the same way in a romantic context, right? You'd rather start a new relationship with somebody completely different than trying to salvage, save and build the relationship that you already have with somebody that you're dealing with. But oftentimes it's upon building on those foundations that the most fruitful relationships and the most fruitful sisterhoods come. Who is actually within your vicinity? Who are the people that you have been blocking out that have actually proven themselves to be good friends? Aside from your suspicion and aside from you blowing them off, deciding you don't want to do the coffee or not being proactive in trying to build that sisterhood with them, identify them. Who are the people, the potentials within your community that you can reach out to or I know there's a whole bunch of people that will go to community gatherings. Like you may go to church or you may go to school or you may go to work or just different areas or opportunities for you to meet other people. Mm. You go to these places and you're kind of like, mm, no one is making enough effort to speak mm. to me. No one is making enough effort to get to know me or this isn't a friendly space for me or the right environment. So I'm going to keep my walls up. How proactive have you been in those spaces to build real intentional friendship with yeah. people? Are you constantly the one that is on the defensive and waiting for people to approach you to either confirm or allay your suspicions? You can't be that person. Sometimes you have to make the first move. So I think for the sisters that are a bit suspicious, if you think your discernment is so on 10, use that discernment to discern who is it you need to make the first step to. No, (laughs) biggest man thing. Because you'll be like, oh, I'm suspicious of this person. I don't trust this person. So who is it that you trust? Yeah. Have you made a first move with that person that you trust? You haven't. You haven't. Excuses. Mm. So I think being proactive enough to be intentional with the people within your vicinity before you start creating, idolizing this idea of sisterhood that only somebody 10,000 miles away can possibly fulfill. Um, And then from there, starting off small. You're not going to have to, you know, share your entire life story in that first coffee meeting. Absolutely. Seeing friendships and relationships as progressive endeavors I think a lot of people are super suspicious or super distrusting because they feel that they can't get to the level of trust, transparency, and vulnerability that Mm. they desire to Mm. have through the first meeting. But understand that friendships are progressive and you have to work. And they are built over time. They are built over time. So you have these super high expectations of this relationship, but you've put in like, two months of work yeah like even when people think about our friendship and they're like oh you know i love your friendship i love the fact that i really admire the fact that you guys are so deep this was Mm. built over time Mm -hmm. time Mm -hmm. and it didn't always look like a linear progression it wasn't just up 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 there were times where we were knocked back 10 and had to make up the 10 yeah 
So it's really seeing friendships as a worthwhile pursuit, but an endeavor that is done over time. Yeah. You have to progress over time. And the vulnerability, the transparency, the safe space that you desire is co-built and built over time. When you build a house, the house, Rome was not built in a day. Yeah. Rome was built, they took their time. Think about the pyramids. Like when you build things, yeah, it takes time, it takes you know. Time. And for it to be able to stand, you have to choose the materials yeah. well. You need to make sure that the foundation is set well. Solid. So I think it's worth really dealing with your issues first, mm. identifying where they've come from, be committed to dealing with that first, yeah. and then seeking out intentional relationships and friendships that you can build upon with the women that you have within your vicinity mm. before trying to start afresh and getting to a hundred with people that you only know at the level of one mm. is what I would say. But That's I would love really to good. hear what you have to say, Miss Quartz. I completely agree with everything that you said. I think you have to be willing to put yourself out there. And I love what you said about if your discernment is so good at showing you who not to trust, why is it not teaching you who to trust? Like, it's giving imbalance. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> That's your imbalance. It's giving imbalance. It's giving something you should is address that. Um, and I think, like you said, Community is a gift, yeah. like community is a really big gift. And it is one of the things that not only propels us forward because it's not just about finding a friend who you can achieve so much with. I think there is so much beauty in communion. Mm. Like there is so much beauty in being in the same space as somebody, knowing mm. that you are safe, being nurtured, being loved, um, experiencing joy. Like yeah. I think we community is community is vi vital to our survival and a lot of us are barely surviving mm. because we are alone mm. and we haven't really honored the fact that one of the life-saving graces we can tap into is community right. is people and this lie that is we can do life alone has a lot of us thinking i can do good all by myself and the truth is you really can't it you either. really really and i think the more we are aware of that fact mm. and we we choose to believe that that's a true principle of life yeah. the more urgently we'll realize we need to build a community of people around us but i don't think a lot of us have that sense of urgency mm. i think a lot of us just think it's fine like mm. i'll just i'll just roll with my acquaintances yeah, or you yeah. know if i see people they check on check in on me that's fine but to actually intentionally build a village, build a community, but also put myself out there to do the work mm. I will not do. And I think it goes back to that first thing about why is it so easy to believe the negative over the positive? Yeah. Because believing the positive requires something from you. Mm. If you're gonna believe that I actually want to, if you're going to pursue building intentional relationships, you actually have to be intentional. Yeah. You actually have to do hard things. And I think we drift away from doing hard things and we absolve ourselves of having to do our part by choosing to believe people won't do their part. Mm -hmm. So why should I even put myself forward? And it's like, actually, you're denying yourself of something that's actually pretty important right. to the human experience. Mm -hmm. um, I do think that having an individualistic mindset is what's killing our people. Um, oh, genuinely, everyone wants to be alone. Everyone wants to, yeah, or, or everyone feels like having more people will slow me down. Yeah. Or and I, I just think we need to be very careful because having a friend, having a sister, is such a blessing. And if you dishonor that continually, continually, you will find yourself alone. And a lot of us attribute it to, well, you know, my my path is just different from everybody. And okay, it's if your path that. is so different, why would you want to go on it alone? 
Why would you want to be somewhere unknown on your own, right? That's how people get kidnapped. Yep. That's how people get killed. Sorry to tell you, that is actually how people end up lost and missing and on a TV show or on a podcast. So why would you want that to be you? And I know it sounds extreme, but like a lot of us find ourselves in really dark places and no one even knows. And we're finding ourselves like, why does no one care about me? It's because you haven't allowed anyone close enough right. to even know exactly. what is a good day for you what is a bad exactly. day for you what is a good season like i think i'm blessed to have people who know me so intimately well that when they see me from my facial expression they can tell you're not in a good place mm. so let's sit down and let's talk mm -hmm. but that's because you've let people in close and i think like you said the fear that when people come close they'll stab us mm. is stopping people stopping us from letting people close enough to hug us right letting people close enough to actually be like I got you. I've actually got you. Um, and I think it's because we're, the enemy is spinning this lie that everybody will betray you. Listen, even though he's the chief betrayer, ooh, distraction, sophistication. <laughs> <laughs> Folks be thinking that the way the enemy operates is he comes full guns in, blazing through the front door, you know, like bailiffs. It's that actually so funny. <laughs> Imagine a liar telling you everyone's going, everyone is like me and you believe them. But <laughs> He's so good at what he's he does. He's so good at what he, he came do. In the back door. He said, I'm the counsel you should trust. Can Everybody is like me. The Don't chief, trust them. The chief betrayer. And that's who you want to put your... <laughs> and if we just, just come around the corner, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I think that's that, that's so important, right? Mm -hmm. One of the biggest tricks of the enemy is to isolate you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Once you're alone, that's then all you have... Which is... Betrayal. Everybody hates you. Everybody does how can anybody be able to like you if you're not even around them? <laughs> and then you'll be saying, oh, because I'm alone, nobody likes you. No, 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 no. Yeah. And there's a no. difference. There's a difference between introversion and isolation. Yeah. When you are, in, I'm a big introvert, right? Introversion is so that you can have your space. You can regain right, your energy. Right, right. But you know that I'm regaining my energy so that I can go and With I can people, pour out, no, honey. And this is the thing. I feel like a lot of people now, suddenly everybody is an introvert. I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe it. I, I think our our culture forces us to be introverted. Yeah. I think our culture forces us. It's like what we're saying. I don't know if it was in TMS Hot Takes. I yeah. feel like it was where we were saying like, in this economy, you actually can't afford. 110%. To no, no, even no. Do, do up what you... However, I do think that's another crutch because it's like, oh, I don't have the money to go and be friends. What? Going on a walk is free. Listen, and also when we were kids, we had the best We time had the time of brokies. our lives. Literal paupers. As Listen... Guys, shout out to Squad, yeah. Back in the day when we couldn't <laughs> afford anything. None of us were getting like extensive pocket money or anything like yeah. that, yeah. When it was somebody's birthday, come and see all of us doing One pound, offering. two pounds. Say, so, hey guys, could you give us 50p so we can... <laughs> Whatever you've got is enough. And this is, listen, that even that, oh my gosh, that's such a good anecdote to testify of the goodness of community. <laughs> Literally. Because there are certain gifts that our friends could not get yeah. if we decided to do it alone. Absolutely. But we said, you know what? The strength of our community. Together. It may be 150p or one pound that you're giving, but together, together we something. stand in the five together. pounds. Hallelujah. And, and the five pounds can, buy, can something. buy something. There we go. That no, can it's, be it's used, true. Functional. Like, you know, that collecting things together, I think it, 
yeah it, it is really beautiful but i think unfortunately a lot of us just don't believe yeah we just it's don't quite believe and i think that's our genuine prayer and why we started this that people would believe it's possible yeah now one thing we do not want and i th- i think this is why i wanted us to kind of talk in this episode about the more tougher side of our friendship as yeah. well god forbid it happen god forbid i, I said god forbid. forbid to that lady that said her and her army of witches are I rising i said god forbid <laughs> If this oh. friendship, my friendship with Renee ever ended, right, we don't want you to lose hope in sisterhood because maybe our friendship didn't work. Um, it's going to work there by force. Hey, oh. I said, I, <laughs> do you want me to love the God forbid? <laughs> <laughs> I'll re up. <laughs> This this up. is gonna work, but it works because even when we are faced with very challenging times, we choose to arise above it and yep. do some very hard things like forgive and change yep. and have very hard conversations as well. So, um, what have been some of the tougher side? I think in our TMS live show, the yeah. one we did at the cinema, Rio Cinema. Yeah. So this is 2022. We talked about this side of our friendship um, a lot more, which is why you need to be our live experiences, guys. We're to. so transparent yeah, and vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Real, um, rap, real, rap. real rap. But um, oh my gosh, I hope you're preparing your rap for the TMS hot takes recording. Anyway, I haven't been seeing you writing down Guy, lyrics. This is even an example of a challenging time in our friendship. What? Because I'm propelling so you forward to do what you said you'd you do? See, it's a it's a matter of perspective. She sees <laughs> propelling forward. I see progressively taking me backwards. Because I'm asking you to do what you said you wanted to do. You know, our design This GP that you've I've been telling us for two years will receive. Into, uh, year are you J. Cole? As I have stepped into the year. In fact, yes, I am. You are? I am. When he drops music, it's good, really. When you drop that EP, it better be. It better be. <laughs> <laughs> you better be bringing some royalty checks home. Ooh, Lord have mercy. As you can see, this is another challenging area of our friendship. The pressure. <laughs> the pressure. The pressure. <laughs> But no, for real, what are, yeah, what are some of yeah. the more challenging sides yeah. uh, to, to our decade-long friendship? Our decade-long friendship, man. You know what? I think the first thing that I would say is changes and transitions can yeah. be tough just because whilst we can be very, very close to each other in proximity, we have to be very intentional about cultivating intimacy. Yeah. And I think sometimes that can be hard to do. Have you ever heard the phrase of like, you can be with somebody, but not with someone. And I think there have been some times where for us, it's been difficult to cultivate that same level of intimacy mm. because of how rapid some of the changes are or because we may not have the capacity to understand how to support yet. So it may just be a case of, ah, you're going through something that I actually have no idea how to support you on at all. And that's a blocker because Mm. we still need to show up for each other in so many different areas. Mm. But this one area that is preventing you from like moving forward in different in in different spaces. I don't have the language, the capacity, the experience or anything to support you in that way. Mm. Um, So being honest with like our shortfallings when they have been very, very challenging times. I think another thing is like prioritizing the friendship element mm. of our friendship, right? I think a lot of people often ask, oh, how is it like living with your bestie or like doing this with your bestie, doing this with your bestie? <laughs> like they're anticipating challenges, yeah. which there are. But I think that being the headline, people often saying like, oh, what are the challenges? is kind of unfortunate because I would say that makes up maybe like 10% of the experience, if less. Yeah, I'd even it, say less, yeah. That's, it, literally less. Um, but I do think, 
in operating in some of those different spaces i've even said this before to courtly i'm just like tell those other heifers that you call friends that they should back up um i actually love you guys as well like all of like we literally share so many friends it's ridiculous <laughs> so they probably even know who uh, they probably who they even know who they are yeah back up That's so back up not back it up back it up, back it up. you know what i'm saying and it's like again mm. the navigating those different spaces that we have to show up for each other right so it's like when tms stuff is super heavy obviously we have to show up as like business owners mm. and stuff like that but the challenge of making sure that our friendship isn't minimized in those um mm. those times can often be really really tough and then juxtaposing that with well you know i'm gonna i'm still doing stuff with you but i'm gonna hang out with other people mm. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was petite, petite jealous. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> petite, petite. But you know what's so funny? So when you actually admitted that to me, I was kind of like, but you have so many friends outside of me. Because I've definitely but had my phase. Okay, with you, one second. Because I've definitely had my phases. So I was like, wow. <laughs> so Renee has <laughs> friends. <laughs> friends. <laughs> Don't actually kill me. <laughs> Where did they all come from? You know when from? you're... <laughs> you know when someone says, oh, okay, mom, I'm going out now. You're looking at yeah, me. Yeah, like... So you're please, going out, yeah? Give me your mom's number. I don't trust you. Give me your mom's number. It's like, oh, so who are you going out with? Oh, I'm going out with, you know, Tony, Tony. So who's Tony? Who's I ain't seen her. <laughs> I don't know her, but... <laughs> Where she come from? Where does she live? Where does Where's she live? from? What does she do? <laughs> but literally, like, I've, I've had my members as well. So when you said it to me, I was like, wow. It's funny because mm. I think one of the things I've learned within our friendship is one of the things you're, in, like, some of the things I'm insecure about, you're insecure yeah. about as well. And it's like, oh, interesting. <laughs> literally twist. You know how funny that was? And when we have both had that realization of, like, mm. not us both also... The crux of the matter is mm. we wanted to spend time, time with, with each other. other. Yeah. So seeing other people, nah, guys, I'll never forget. There was one time where Courtney texted me. I was outside. It was like summertime. I was outside. She texted me. She's like, Renee, we need to go. I said. And even that, you were out with your yeah. friends. <laughs> your mates. <laughs> I said, left me at home. I said, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> she said, take that ass home. Bring that ass home. Remember where you eat. Right. <laughs> said kind of nonsense yeah kind of nonsense and then having that (laughs) having that realization of like oh you see this the same way i I do but because of the way that we have just been interacting with each other we had made assumptions yeah and i think yeah that was actually a learning curve for us in terms of never to make assumptions and i think what i'm actually quite proud of is that really produced proactivity yeah, as opposed yeah. to us like shutting down yeah and it's like okay cool i felt this way because we weren't spending enough time that was the crux of the matter right it wasn't that you know we had other friends although those other friends like i said back off yeah um <laughs> love okay. you guys we can all be friends yeah we can all be friends together and that was something that we that's that's something that we really value right yeah. so whilst we are friends recognizing that we also have friends that we share like yeah, friendships that yeah, we actually yeah. share and being intentional about bringing each other closer to yeah. all of our other friendships because yeah, this is really so something true. this is something like a marriage it's giving marriage, giving marriage. Yeah. guys we're beating the allegations i promise you, <laughs> I promise you. um but yeah, sorry i don't actually friggin'. think that people will ever lose that until we like get married yeah they don't they won't yeah. they won't but you can believe what you want yeah um 
But yeah, bringing each other within the scope of our own communities, right? And then also being intentional about the certain elements of our friendships that we were lacking at that moment, right? So it was the intimacies, it was the check-ins, it was the, I don't know what is going on with Courtney's life for over the past two to three mm. weeks. And it's like, how are we going to talk about stuff on a podcast mm. if I don't know what happened to you like yesterday? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Nah, man. <laughs> nah, I'm like, talk about stuff on do you know podcast. what I mean? Well, like, sure, like, some, like admitting something super deep and Courtney will be looking at me like, oh, I didn't know yeah, like, this yeah, happened yeah. to you or like vice versa. So now like actually intentionally putting our friendship first above all has meant that everything else has blossomed. That's so and good. it's that, it's that prioritization. The challenge of prioritizing mm. or choosing to prioritize your friendship is tough. It's so hard. So hard. And I think the key to it is, as you said, actually, it's like greater transparency and vulnerability and a lessening of the assumptions and the, you did this because you meant this. And it's also stop pointing the finger at that person and start being like, oh, basically, this is what I'm going through. It's what I'm yeah. feeling and thinking. Um, and I think that kind of honesty has definitely made our relationship stronger, but it's also harder to do, mm. right? Like telling somebody, I want to spend time with you, yeah. or I feel like I'm hurt in this area. Mm. Um, it's kind of, yeah, weakness is never easy. Um, it's never easy. I think the one of the harder sides for me has been just kind of a comparison like a comparison and a oh like we're doing a lot mm. of this stuff together but we are still very much individuals and i yep. i think this is and that's why some people need to be careful with what they say as well because better i think when people see us together and doing all the amazing stuff that we are doing when they see us apart there's very much a inevitable comparison yeah. it's almost like that person is always standing beside yep, you yeah um, but also people will kind of not pit you against each other but like okay you know she's doing this da, da, da. okay so what about you what are you up to i'm supporting her How about that? <laughs> and that's that that's that's I got that's control. where i'm at yes yes <laughs> yes yes you know there's this hmm. kind of like uh and i, I Oh, I'm trying to be careful with how I say it, but mm. it's almost like a, we, because we are doing so much of life together, we should be at the same level and it should look the same. Yes. And I think even though oftentimes actually, I'm not going to negate the fact that we often are actually yeah, yeah, walking yeah. at the right. same place because I believe we are very equally yoked and we've chosen to walk with each other to carry something, right. which is literally the definition of being equally yoked. Mm. But I think people expect the manifestation to look the same. Absolutely. And it's like the manifestation of maturity, the manifestation of relationship with God or anointing or grace or um, the manifestation of our strengths and our talent isn't always going to look the same. Absolutely. As with the manifestation of our success, I think a lot of people see like, oh, Renee's done this. That's what success looks like. Courtney hasn't done that. Less successful and vice versa. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think for myself, being mm. vulnerable and honest, sometimes I have believed that. Yeah. Where it's like, oh. Same. I don't get this the way Renee gets that or people don't talk about me the way they talk about Renee. I'm doing something wrong. And I think it inevitably brings a disdain, mm. um, which is completely one-sided. Yeah. And then you let that affect the closeness of the relationship as well. Right. Yeah. And it, it can manifest as like a jealousy and envy or just generally, uh, a lack of trust mm -hmm, and again, mm -hmm. a suspicion, right? Mm -hmm. um, Even and insecurity. I, and an insecurity, exactly. And I think the devil loves that. Like yeah. he loves when 
you're two people who are called to do something amazing together, the easiest thing to stop that thing from happening is to break you, break your union. And oftentimes we become the saboteurs in our Mm. relationship because we're believing the lies that we're telling ourselves. And I think what a lot of people are saying is, you know, relationships that just don't work or that person is suspicious or suspicious or that person, you should be suspicious of that person Mm -hmm. is actually more so the story you're telling yourself Mm -hmm. in your head about them and about yourself and what you're choosing to believe, right? It's not the, the comparison. It's the, oh, I'm not good enough or they must think they're better than me or people think they're better than Mm -hmm. me. And for me, I would even say I'm guilty of that. Mm. The people think, Mm. the people think, and it's like, nah, that's a lie. It's a lie. From the devil himself. And even if people think, first of all, people don't think. People people don't think. They don't think. People don't think. They be saying a whole bunch of stuff, but they they don't think. It's funny because it makes me think of, you know that time where we're like, oh, like, this tms thing <laughs> super transparently mm. guys we, there was this time within our friendship where both of us had deluded ourselves into thinking <laughs> no genuinely I'm actual telling you, delusion. Actual delusion. Actual i think this delusion. was the height of our warfare actually <laughs> yeah. i can genuinely tell you that was the apex of our warfare <laughs> what stupid <laughs> and ridiculous delusion and what made it worse was every interaction that we had with each other but also with other people, people around people us was confirming was just it, making it worse was making it worse we had deluded ourselves into thinking that this whole tms thing that the other person was the most important thing of tms so i had deluded myself into thinking oh my gosh tms like this is courtney's thing i feel like courtney's little friend get out of here you're so freaking courtney and friends (laughs) courtney's little um little sidekick like sideshow bob or something like that never I had deluded myself into thinking that, yeah, TMS was Courtney's right. thing. I was just here as like a sidekick and people like like my funny little jokes and that all the time, you know, all that. The devil's actually but stupid. Genuinely, <laughs> genuinely stupid. I thought she could carry this by herself or even replace me, even though there ain't nobody around that can replace me. <laughs> I know it. I know. There ain't nobody. Thank you. That's why I said those little heifer friends they gotta, gotta back go. up. They gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> but we had deluded ourselves into thinking. And I remember like, when I had told you, you were looking at me like, but I was having the, the same thought. The exact same thought at the exact same time. Guys, it was a mess. Like it Insane. was a big mess. Insane. Like, And it was all because of, like you said, already like, I think one thing we need to be aware of, sorry yeah. not to get super spiritual, yeah. but the weapons formed against us are fashioned. Yeah. And that fashioning is as in, it's a specific weapon for you. Yeah. It's not like I get hit with the arrow, you get hit with an yeah. arrow. No, 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 no. This is an arrow I've made. This one you. is fashion, designed, crafted just for you. Hallelujah. And I think the 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 attack was playing on just the right insecurities, and people's words were confirming just the right thought uh, for us to now get delusional. Whoa. Do you get what I mean? Whoa. It was all this person's doing this. Then they did that. Mm-hmm. Then somebody came to you and was and like, said, oh, you know, you're like, you're like this. And Renee's like this. And you're like, ah, it's true. <laughs> so you have it's got. True. <laughs> you were waiting for it's me. It's fashioned. Do you get what I mean? Like it was the, it was, we were getting hit in yeah. just the right places yeah, 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 for yeah. us mm-hmm. to feel the pain. Um, And so, yeah, when we had that conversation, I was just like, it's so funny you said that. Is it the- <laughs> because me too. Ah. 
literally carry the same feeling that like wow renee can do this without me renee is the brains of tms incomprehensible or, like, to it, me. Uh, crazy stuff but like and i'm just a content creator I'm just, and it was also like even the stuff outside of tms was adding to mm. that fuel whereas oh. like oh my gosh so much of my time is being taken up by tms but like renee's killing it in these other mm-hmm, areas mm-hmm. and it's like damn what is the fruit of my life it, outside of tms uh, meanwhile i was having the same thought me i was like oh god <laughs> this content creator <laughs> creator if you will she's just cultivating this fantastic personal brand and then i was like oh my god i have to be outside like this so yeah, all that to say we have laid bare our hearts to tell you to watch your mouth yeah because mm-hmm. a lot of times we don't intend to fuel issues but we do, you do. um and you i think do. yeah the enemy preys on really good things in very smart and intelligent ways yeah. and one thing that we have seen is even if within your heart you've purged out the comparison, you've purged out the envy, <sighs> people can subtly put it back in really with just the word. And that's the same level of awareness we mm-hmm. want for you to have for your own life. Absolutely. That you can do all of this glowing and growing work. You can say, you know, I'm getting over the comparison. I'm getting over the insecurity, but also be careful of the small seeds Mm. that get planted into your mind from what you see on social media, what is said to you, about you, about your friend. Be discerning in a way that is way more um, delicate and sophisticated. Mm -hmm. I think discernment is, like we said, discerning the spirit behind something, but also having an awareness of our own sensitivities, Mm. right? There are certain things which, this is a a kind of different kind of example, but like there are certain things that I can't watch, which you can watch because I know it will trigger me in a different way than it will trigger you because I know my sensitivities. I know my weaknesses. And I think it's the same within friendship. Mm. I know my weaknesses i know my tender spots i know my traumas i know what has brought me up to this point that has made me the person i am and that likewise with yourself i think that level of self-awareness allows us to say i can't hear that Mm. i can't watch that i won't entertain certain conversations with certain people but also i need to address x with you because if i allow this to take root Mm. what may seem to somebody as oh it's not that deep will sink me right Um, but it's the same with everyone else around us right like some of us what we're saying is worthy to cut a friend off is simply because it hit us in our one of one of our most sensitive spots it's not that that person is malicious it's that we are extremely sensitive Mm. and there's nothing wrong with being sensitive but there is an issue with being sensitive not being aware of the sensitivity mm. and therefore becoming accusatory of everybody else. Absolutely. That's what drives people away. Absolutely. Um, yeah. That's my concluding thoughts. And the necessity of investing in friendship. Man, invest, invest, invest. Friendship is a progressive relationship yeah. that you have to invest in. This was not built in a day. This thing that you desire is not something that does not require a labor of love Mm. from you. It Mm. does. And Mm. I understand that you may have been hurt before. Mm. I understand that there are certain things that you are still overcoming, but don't ruin your possibility and your capabilities of having a sisterhood and a community that's so life-giving because of something that once put you in the grave. Mm. 
allow the dead things to die and stay there, but don't allow it to dictate whether you will have life in the future. So make sure that you are investing in those relationships because listen, ever since I read that whole um, palliative care nurse um, journal from Bonnie Ware and she said one of the top regrets that people have is they lost contact with their friends, that they were lonely. I said that could never be me. Mm -hmm. And I don't want it to be any of you guys. Please, please, please. We are still at the very beginning of this year. If there's one thing that you want to set right and one thing that I don't even know what if people put it on their goals, I put it on my goals mm, in same. terms of relationships, the type of like friendships I want to have, make it a priority because when all is said and done, that is all that you will have. Big Your facts. relationships, big including facts. friendships, they're a big one. The family you get to choose, mm. you even get to choose these ones. Better choose well. Choose well. Yeah, and choose. And <laughs> do the do pick, the choosing. Pick, <laughs> lest you end up alone. Alone, for it's, real. It's not good for you to be alone. Oh, sisters, we hope that you've enjoyed this episode. This was a really solid one, actually. Yeah. But um, this is a reminder to actually pick up the book because we talk about this and so much more in here. Um, so to my sisters, how to unlock the life-changing power of female friendships. Isn't she so pretty? I just Sisters, can't. I'm telling you, she's gorgeous. This one is, if you're listening to the audio, come and look at it. Um, but honestly, like, this is our heart Beautiful. poured out into words. And there's still so much more to give as well. Um, so, yeah. Sisters, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. We Absolutely. hope that even though it may have exposed certain things, you realize that you have the power and the capability to address them. Mm-hmm. Okay, they will not overwhelm you. Um, have an amazing week. Make sure you follow us on social media. media. You can follow our To My Sisterhood pages at To My Sisterhood literally everywhere. Yeah. But you can also follow us individually to get more insight into our lives and what we're doing on an everyday All basis. So you can follow my best friend in the mustard at Renee Kapuku and you can follow me at CD Barting. Wonderful. And of course, if you want some more weekly tips, some of that wisdom on even continuing those female yeah. friendships, you should probably sign up to our mailing list www.tomysisters.com so that you don't miss out on a weekly drop. Yes. Sisters, we absolutely love you. you Send this you. to a sister that you want to build an intentional relationship yeah. with. Okay. Send Necessary. this to her. And also rate us five stars. Keep that going, guys. Keep that going. We need it. We need it. We need it. We need it. Come on. Come on. More, 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 more. God bless. Sisters, we love you. We do. And in the meantime, keep Keep glowing and growing. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com